You've been bad this year. For Christmas, you're getting coal. That's fine. Hello, coal. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast coming to you live on our YouTube channel for all of our Patreon subscribers on a night in where the House has voted to formalize impeachment inquiries into Joe Biden. Lord have mercy, the clown car pretty, pretty much. But anyway, my name is Tom and I am your host. I'm here with my amazing co-host starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. Yeah, we know. We know. We know. Darling, where <laughs> is that boyfriend stuck anyway? Where's his boyfriend? Fuck, you know what I did? Yeah. I did it again. Yes, you did. Okay, but anyway, that's all Damn right. Damn it, interns. Yeah, what? I know. I forgot to uh, get my drink. So, but that's all right. We'll get it during. <laughs> we're getting during the uh, uh, during the break. The break. Uh, but anyway, we are back. Okay, first and foremost, need to address our, my apologies. It wasn't their fault. My apologies for last week. Last week we were supposed to schedule, you know, record a show as scheduled on Wednesday, and uh, I had a little. Uh, emergency, I need to work until like one in the morning. And so therefore we could not unfortunately do the show because of work commitments. I have been over the past, the course of the past two months, been working on projects that are due January 1st. And, you know, as you know, everyone at the end of year likes to take time off. And, you know, when you are good at what you do, you are in high demand. And so therefore I've been working crazy hours. I'm exhausted. Yeah, your grinder's been off the hook. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like I walked into that office and just exploded fairy dust all over the place. And Ari was like, Tommy, 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 Tommy. And I'm like, oh, my God, leave me alone. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. It's been crazy. But, um, yeah, so I'll start off with me. I, I've had, yeah, I'll Clearly. start off with me. Weekends, okay. weekends and weeks. It's been a very hectic, um, you know, past two months. Um, I don't think there has been one work week where I haven't worked less than 60 hours. Um, so it's been exhausting and I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And um, and I missed you all last week. So my apologies in advance. But yeah, that's where I am. I have nothing else to tell you other than I've been working like a dog. That's it for me. Trish, how are you? Oh, God. <laughs> God. God. The question question of of the, the century of the century yeah. of the ages i'm fine you're fine fine is, <laughs> fine is good i'll take it i'll take it because yeah, you no, need to. i mean things are going really well at work and um while you know at any place you work at you deal with you know stuff um i'm trying to live in the fact that uh my department is doing very very well well i mean obviously it's you know because of your 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 incredible work ethic and your ability to actually you know siphon money out of people you just look at them and money just goes you know what somebody said to me one time they were like the the main reason why people don't give you like Winifred Sanderson kind of you like you walk up to them like 
and just suck all the money That's out of it. That's why when people see me at events, they turn around and walk the other way. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> Not only is it going to suck the life out of me, he's going to suck the money out of me. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying, I'm sorry. No, Dallas. I was just saying that, like, um, I kind of fell into this, like, rhythm over the past couple of, probably past, like, month and a half, maybe two, where um, somebody once said to me, and I've always had a hard time dealing and raising money with individuals, you know, because it's it's not money that's earmarked like corporate money, right? So right. corporate money is earmarked for, for sponsorship, for they have to off- offload some money every year, most right. corporations. So that's easy money. It's not easy. I mean, it takes it takes time and, you know, right. you still have to cultivate the relationship, but you're asking for something that's already, you know, Budgeted for. Yeah. When you, when you're talking to individuals, you're talking to them about their personal money. Right. And so that's always been difficult for me, but somebody said to me, uh, probably like six months or maybe a year ago, um, the main reason why people don't give money is because they're not asked. So (laughs) I was like, I don't know what happened or what shifted in my brain over the past two months, but I think I started getting nervous about some of my goals. And so I just started asking, I was like, um, you know, can you double your donation this year? And I have not had one person say no to me. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think it's like, I think it comes from the place of like, uh, people are almost flattered that you think that they can give it. And the worst thing that they can say is no, I can't do that this year. Right. Um, but, but no, no harm done. Right. Yeah, exactly. As long as the relationship is there, it's like like lotto. You can't win if you don't play. Exactly. You can't make that money if you don't ask. Mm hmm. I mean, I had, I had one guy this year, um, uh, you know, I've been building these relationships over the past couple of years and one guy came up to me, um, during the last show. And then again, during this show, and he said, you know, this, this institution is so lucky to have you and my boss. Um, you're really like breathing new life into the organization. Your, your, your energy is so like great and special and blah, 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 blah. And then that night he went home after the show and he, he doubled his donation and I didn't even make an ask, but it's just like, it's been, it's been, um, it's been a good couple of weeks and I'm trying to like, just live in that and ride that out. I've been like hard up, like, give me your money. <laughs> like, cause, I, Cause like last week was so good. I'm like, I want to hit that goal again. Like, and you know what the sad thing is, right? Like we're, we're approaching the end of year. It's hard to say that 2023 flew by. Three, two and a half weeks away. Three, three, yeah, no, wait, today's the 13th? Stop yeah, a little over a little over 16 days away from the end of the year, right? We're going to go into 2024. And the sad thing for you is that although we're coming upon the end of this year and the start of a new one, you're still in your same fiscal year. So yeah, <laughs> you no, can't even say, I, I went out with a bang this year because your year doesn't end until June. Eh, I can though. <laughs> oh, you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how so? Explain. Because in the past week, um, in the past week and a half, so I have goals uh, for fundraising, and there are corporate goals, there are individual goals, foundation goals, government goals. And um, in this past week, I hit my government goal for the year, my individual goal for the year, and my foundation goal for the year, which she means is I working. have another six months to go. Which actually is actually a bad thing because then next year they're going to increase <laughs> what I have to raise. But at You're the right. same time, like, you know, ha- you know, when when like I was saying, I was a little nervous about, you know, some of my goals. And then I don't know if I was putting it out of the universe or what, but like it just kind of like 
all just kind of dominoed. And um, that's amazing, though. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of you. It's a weight lifted for sure. Right. Um, I mean, you know, you still have a long way to go, but I, well, I'm very proud of you. But I, I do have one question for you. Can you? I'm not pregnant. I'm just fat. Can you share with me? what corner you're working to make this happen. Cause I need to go. I need, I need to make more money. No, actually, I don't, need to, I, I, I don't need to make any more money. Uh, no, I'm just working the corner of college and crown. <laughs> That's a busy corner. That's a hot spot. Yes, it is. And college and chapel. <laughs> Be careful. You're close to a school. No, I know, That's right. right. Well, no. well, he doesn't live in Florida, so he has to worry about that. No. Yeah. But, you know. um, but yeah, no, it's it's things are things things have been good, um, and yeah, uh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, congratulations. Oh, and I'm manifesting my future husband this year, like yeah, I did last that's, year. That's going to happen. It's actually happening. Someone that's. I predict it'll be March March sixteenth of twenty twenty four, or perhaps maybe even on like. Um, St. Patrick's Day. During the St. Patrick's Day parade in New Haven, you're going to meet your husband. Okay. That's my prediction. He's going to be a mess. It has to be. <laughs> it's the only way it would match. I'm going to be like, oh, that's the guy. That's the guy. He's wobbling down the street. That's the guy. That's him. Oh, look. Oh, he take, just fell. Yep. I'll yep. pick him up. Here, take my business card. <laughs> take my bank account. Mm. No, no, not that's, that. No, that's incredible. Well, awesome. I'm I'm happy for you. So congratulations. Jay Bird. Hey. How are you? Did you miss us last week? It was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was different. different. You guys were different certainly not different, yeah. Yeah. You guys were certainly disappointed where I'm like, I, yeah, we can't do a show tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, I cried I mean, a little I was, bit. Yeah, we kinda you know how during the week sometimes you're you see different things or you read different things and you're like, Great, Wednesday I'm gonna bring this up and mm. then you can't stop. I was like, shit. And then today I'm like, I f- totally forgot what it was. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why we have a notes app, Jay. Yeah. You have it on your phone. Like you can bring it up on your phone yeah. and you can add it to the notes app. Well, I, I try. I try it. Sometimes. He's yelling just, at you. It's not nice. No, but anyway, anyway. So, no, how it goes. So how, how yeah. goes it? It goes. Family's good. Family's good. Mom's good. Um, she had a bit of a rough patch. Her roommate passed away oh. last, last Monday. Wasn't she complaining uh, that her roommate did crazy things? Uh, the first roommate she had, yeah. Oh, I was going to so say, so maybe switched. she's yeah, yeah, blessed no. now? No, she she was with another lady, uh, Italian lady. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, they're great. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they, my mom would talk to her in Spanish and, <laughs> and all the time. Yeah, each yeah other. a little bit. and uh. lo- Like every time I would pick up my mom, she'd be like, no, Bemohorita. And then Lois used to be like, huh? I don't understand you. Mom be like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and, That's and awesome, that was, though. But they, you know, they coexisted fine. You know, my mom's kind of tough to get along with sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she she had a, a, you know, a couple of rough days. And then, and then she kind of got over it a bit. So they had them switch her room, right? So... so they put her in with this other lady, now another Spanish lady. The lady uh, has severe mental health issues, and she cries for no reason. You know, she's just mm. her emotions are all over the place. It's so, not me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just it's Trish. not just you. Uh, and oh then, like God. midweek, so I went in there Sunday. I spent like three hours because they throw all their crap in a bag and move it to another room and let them figure it out. 
So after I spent three hours doing her closet up, she switched her room back to her old room. Oh my she, God. Your mother did yeah. that on her own? No, she asked them to, to switch her back because her new roommate was off the walls. Wow. Well, she, could, she yeah. could have just reveled in the fact that, oh my God, I have a room all to myself yeah, now. Yeah, so. My God. If so that were me as a gay man living in an assisted you know, facility, I'd be like, oh my God, I can actually jerk off now. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Shut the door <laughs> Shut on your way door, out. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, You know, I often s- think about that shit. Speaking of which... <laughs> What jerking off? <laughs> no, about what's gonna happen when I get uh, old and I can't take care of myself. No, like I was talking about what Jay just yeah, said. Exactly. No. So, uh. so no. But uh, there were. Uh, so I was talking to one of the nurses, and there was a uh, uh, two patients, a uh, uh, male and female, at the end of the hallway, making out and filling each other up in the hallway. Yeah. And the nurses were like, uh, "We need to go separate them because last time they were about to have sex in the." Like straight up over, <laughs> but like they're adults, let them yeah. live their life. But they're doing the shit in the open, right outside in the hallway. They're not well, even g- in a room. Give them a but, private room. You have plenty yeah, of them. It's it like crazy, they're not doing yeah. anything wrong. No, they're not. But uh, I guess they don't allow them to be in certain areas alone. So they were like, "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> so the nurses are like freaking out, and I was like, "Love is love." <laughs> Ain't that the yeah. truth? It's like a, it's like a gay bar in the fucking eighties. Pretty much. <laughs> well, or the Eagle now. <laughs> or the 90s. Or or in the 2000s. Or now. Or now. Or now. No. Shit no. happens all over the, the place. The things I have yeah. seen. Yeah. Lord have mercy. I know the things that I have experienced <laughs> in bars. <laughs> but no, Still but I, I often think about that. Yeah. You know, it's like as we're getting older, you know, what is to become of us? Like... When we get there, will we get there? And, and will it happen? And when it does, it's like, how do we navigate that? Yeah. That's kind of freaky to think about it now. Like, you know, like I'm not even 50 yet, and I know I'm planning a big 50th thing, but it's a little freaky. Do, do you do you not think about it? Oh, no, I do. But I think mainly right now, I think more about my parents. Right. I mean, I, mean yeah. I do too. Like, you know, I know that that's coming and eventually things like that will happen, but it's it's just crazy. And I, you're experiencing firsthand, but could you picture yourself in the situation that your mother is in now? Well, that's, as as you said yourself, especially after I had, I had no choice but to place mom in the nursing home because she was a risk to right. herself. You know, I've thought about it more since, you know what I mean? Right. Than I would have before. So it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's weird. I mean, I'm, I'm, of course I'm married. I have, have my stepdaughters, but I don't have any biological children. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who's to say that if my password, if my wife was to pass before me, that anybody else in the family would want to take on. They'd be like, fuck this dude. Yeah. Fuck this guy. He ain't my dad. But I mean, I doubt it. I, you know, those. So I think what we should do. We're gonna we have should, to work something at, out. At some point, we should just buy a cul-de-sac. What? Just move in here with Tommy. Fuck mm. that bitch. No. And we'll share a. No, yeah. because I. And we'll we, share a. We need to get a bigger kitchen. A bigger kitchen. Yeah, want, definitely a bigger I kitchen. I definitely want a hot tub. Well, there's a few years for Tom to expand. Look at all the old tea she's getting in now. But like, let's buy a cul-de-sac, <laughs> and then we'll all have life alerts. A life alerts. And so it's like, oh, Tommy fell, and then Jay and I will waddle over <laughs> and be like. Can we just uh, put him in the hot tub? Will that help the swelling? No, she got to go to the hospital. Okay, oh, okay, oh, all right. Man. 
But hey, Lord have mercy. We'll call it the sack. I mean, we'll come on, guys. It, we'll call it the sack. Yeah. Right? Like, we'll yeah. put it. We'll, Welcome to the sack. We'll, we'll get a gated community and we'll make it all, you know, living a gay, for. A gated a community. A gated community yeah. for gay people. Mm-hmm. And we'll make it work. We can make this shit work. Yeah, we're taking applications yeah. now. We just won't live in Florida, though. No. It can't be Florida. You know, it, I have to say, I've been spending a lot of time in Florida and I'm actually going back for Christmas. And I'm just like, every time I go down, there's like this weird guilt. That I right. have. Don't feel guilty. That's where your family is. And you know what? Family's important. And yeah, they're a, well, they're a pain in the ass, but yeah. there's certainly see the errors of their ways. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but, but the thing is, it's like I, we understand it's their government, but not everybody down there is a bigot. Right. We have a lot of friends that live in Florida. We have a lot of allies in Florida. Uh, that I are think fighting it depends the good on fight. where you are in Florida, just right. like where you are anywhere. Right. But I, I feel like there are definite areas where um, people are, I would even say my family, they're very much um, indoctrinated by a rhetoric and they don't see... Past it or well, beyond it. Right. They see the good in... so. We all, all, you know, all of our politicians, right? We, you know, some of the shit they do is good. And then the shit that we see, depending on what side of the, the aisle you're on, is bad or good. So we see a lot of really bad shit that's happening in Florida. There are some good things that came out of it with certain people. The thing is, they don't, they don't see the negative. They just see the positive, right? Right. So I can look at, I can look at, someone and say okay yeah you did something good here right but look at all this bad that you're doing right that's not balanced out and so i think that there are some people in florida that just ignore all the negativity that's happening around someone because oh the economy's good or oh this is better but they're not noticing what social issues are really what what certain issues are happening within their state Right. That yeah. are affecting children and families and teachers and, you know, just the general public. Right. Well, you got to remember, uh, especially within our community, even though there's a large populace of LGBT individuals, the majority of the population in certain areas are not all LGBTQ. No. Right. So it doesn't affect those people directly in a sense, mm-hmm. right? And it's kind of like, you know, it's not in my backyard. I don't, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Or I don't care. Until right. they have D- no directly issue. Directly affected. To, yeah, yeah, directly affected, then it becomes a bigger issue. Yeah, right. no, I think um, I, I think that a lot of... even like, there, I think there's even allies that, you know, they're allies to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But I think politically, when it comes down to it, there might not be as you know, an ally as you think. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, yeah, I agree with that you know 100%. I mean? so, they talk to talk, but yeah. then, you know, when it's time to walk into a booth, they, they go left yeah, yeah, uh, or they go or, right. Or horribly right. Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, no, but, but, but. <sighs> oh, did you hear that? Yeah, we'll we'll definitely do a a, call, a called, um, a gay, a gay de sac, a cul de sac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Gated, a gated, a gated, gated. community. Uh, we definitely need to have a carriage this house so that we can do a commune. A commune. <laughs> Actually, you know, there's a spot right here in Milford that's a nice little area. Mm. Yeah, 
Yeah. And we can build like a nice little carriage house where we have all the parties. So that's where we go have, and we meet for drinks the, every day. That's where they moved all the um the trailers. The trailers from the Pulse Road. <laughs> oh god. Have you seen that area? Actually it's a real nice setup now. Mm. Mm, interesting. Yeah. No, but I th- I think we could do something. We can do something fun. Yeah. We just have to make it work. I think we have to get a whole bunch of gays and let's say let's just invest in a really really um cool community i'm down because yeah. it scares me although i think i would probably get kicked out within a day because you know i'm, okay. I'm crazy yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. we would have some probationary periods for you probably just a, for me a, i mean you're coming with me <laughs> because half the time when something sh- when something goes down you're with me yeah, yeah but sometimes i turn my head <laughs> I don't know this bitch. <laughs> that is true. That is 100% true. 100% true. I'm like, she's popping off on Facebook again. <laughs> I don't know this bitch. <laughs> Who pissed her off now? Okay. Oh, I, Lord. I give her 15 mercy. minutes. She's going to be blocked for 24 hours. <laughs> no, no. I So I, I, I have the gift of being able to write in a way that, you know, prevent. I've never gotten blocked on Facebook. But I do come for people. It's like you come for me, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. I can be vicious with words. You know, I have I have come to learn that words are weapons. You know, like there used to be the same when we were young. It's like, oh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. I was like, bitch, watch me try. Like I would dare myself, oh really? I was like, I bet you I can make you cry. And not that I was a bully, it's just like you you mess with me, I'm going to make sure that I, I ruin you. That was just the way I was. I was like, you got me. I'm going to get you, but I'm going to get you good. Right? And my choice of weapon was words. I was good with them. I'm going to ruin you like my asshole's ruined. No. <laughs> like my asshole got ruined. I'm ready to be meat DC. Um, no, no, no. But, but it, it is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. The last so. thing I, I would say about, though, um, like, at least my family in Florida is that while they still are very much right, they're starting because they're allies, because they have that connection with me. You right? mean right in the sense like that they're not right and correct. They're right in like leaning to the right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I just needed to. They're starting to pick up on stuff and say, oh, yeah, no, I can't support that, that person. But all that to be said. I do think that a lot of people this year will be throwing away their votes because they can't find a healthy balance, right? So I will no longer support this person, which, thank fucking God, and we all know who I'm talking about, but I can't support this person because... It's not within my... Yeah. 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 So I'm going to support a third party and, and throw away my vote. So, sounds like what's happening in Bridgeport Speaking of Bridgeport, how how that all that situation uh, play out? Special election in January, I believe. In January, yeah. so, so, year, so Ganem is still not mayor yet. <laughs> well, technically. technically, still the mayor, the active, the acting mayor, right? Because he was the previous winner. But now they're doing a second election on in January. Right. When, when does the mayor? Once you win the election, when do you get sworn in for your for your next term? Though, isn't it in January? I, I thought so. Yeah, but I think instead. So of, he's still the current mayor. Yeah. yeah. He just now they're, we have to doing another vote. 
figure out whether or not he's going to be yeah, the official. I think the reason the judge um, granted it is because when they did the <clears throat> when the when the primaries came in that everybody re revoted, the difference was like by a couple hundred votes compared to when the whole stuffing the ballot things occurred. So we'll see. I don't know. Mm. No, but but the judge granted a, a recount, a, a redo of the primary yeah, before there, there was a before election day. Yeah, there was a difference of just a few hundred votes. I think that's, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. But hey, that's listen. why they granted the the second uh, re-election. It but even happens in blue states. <clears throat> oh yeah. So, so. It's, it's you know, Gallum, he's an, he's an all right, but to me, he's he's not doing what what could be done. Right. Um, Gomes, I know, I know. Uh, personally, through work. Interesting. Okay. Which leads me to believe I don't think he would be a good mayor mm. based on my experiences with him. Interesting. How many times did you disconnect him? <laughs> a couple. <laughs> well, we had a really good relationship. <laughs> we'll leave that there. I will right, listen. Wait, um, before we go to break, can I yeah. share? Sure. Okay, so a little funny thing. Please, chair. Chair. So, um, we all know how I have this like hardcore crush on this barista. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, we're talking. We're talking about um, Starbucks. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And um, I just got a text message from um, a friend of mine. And he goes, <laughs> "Maybe this is what you should do with." I'm not going to say his name. And uh, one, acquire several dozen limes. Two, go up to them and drop all of the limes. Three, start picking them up, but keep dropping them. The clumsier, the better. Keep doing this until you have their attention. This could take up to 30 minutes. <laughs> Five, finally grab all the limes. Try looking a bit sheepish. Six, look at them deeply in the eyes and say, sorry, I'm bad at pick up limes. Uh, pick up Seven, limes. <laughs> marry them. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Oh, good. Of course she is. <laughs> Except she wants to be like do big like instead of limes, she's gonna go get oranges or even yeah. um. But what then do you I can't say I'm bad at pick um, up limes. Yeah, see the the limes. Yeah, but see, but you wouldn't even care about that because if things go south, you're just gonna start chucking, chucking the, the freaking oranges. <laughs> oranges at him. No, it's not Steve. <laughs> well, hmm. close enough. No. Well, you just never. Here you go, Bobby oh, Barista. Right. You you <laughs> didn't want to mention his name. I was gonna say he's not named Steve, right? No. No. Okay. Well, thank God. All right. Well, listen. Well, that was pretty. I can totally picture you just keep continuously dropping lines. But not as I would end up like end. tripping on them. Yeah. It would be a hot mess. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yes, you'll probably be on the floor, you know, scribbling around, trying I'm to sorry, figure it I'm all out. I'm sorry, I'm not good at making drinks with limes. I mean. <laughs> They'd be like, why did you come into Starbucks with so many limes? limes. I'm like, uh. They were for you. <laughs> I wanted to give them to you as a gift. As a gift. Lord, as a gif. Or as a gif. Whatever. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we're going to take a break. We will be back. All right, ladies and gents, we are back from the break. We are refreshed. We took our shots, did everything that we needed to do, and we are back, and we have, of course, our dish and some stories that we wanted to sort of kind of talk about this week. So, um, first things first, as I have mentioned before, uh, the dysfunctional, crazy house of representatives actually voted to 
um, started an, an impeachment inquiry on Joe Biden with no evidence whatsoever, nothing. Uh, that it, it, It's insane, but it is happening. So I thought it was worth mentioning because, you know, um, things like this are sort of kind of like, you know, the reason why I mention this, and I know it's inconsequential in the moment, but it's things like this um, that w- when they happen, we're living in living history, right? Uh, these are things that make the history books that 30, 40, 50 years from now, when we're probably like gone or in our little gated community, people are going to be learning about and talking about and like we're living in it. And they're going to be like, what was wrong with these people? Right. That's what I say. Um, but you know, these are things that happen. And for us, you know, we're living in the moment. We're just like so oversaturated with the whole political craziness that's been going on for the past eight years that we're just numb. Right. But this is historic. I mean, this is history. I mean, here we are again, right. The last, like, the last president before the previous person who had um, held office got impeached was in like the 1970s. It was, you know, it was Nixon. It was some serious stuff. And then, you know, then we had another president get impeached twice in less than like four months, which was crazy in itself. And here we are facing another inquiry um, on a potential, you know, impeachment for the current president with no evidence whatsoever, but here we are. And in these kinds of events in our political landscape and in our history as a country are historic in nature, but yet I'm so blasé about it as I'm thinking that you guys are as well. Like we're just, honestly, I'm just like, so like numb to politics right now. I think the, the right side and <laughs> the right side, right? I think at this point they're just trying, they're just, Throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Pretty much. <laughs> because they have nothing nothing to fucking go on. There's, there's, I mean, they speculate, but they speculated so much other, you know, the stolen elections. Right. You know, you name you name it. It's, it's all speculated. Well, the interesting thing is that I was watching C-SPAN, right, uh, throughout the course of the day when I had a break here and there. And all you kept hearing, uh, hearing was Hunter Biden. Hunter yeah. Biden and Hunter Biden. I'm like, wait a minute. Like you're talking about impeach, impeaching the current president of the United States of America. His name is Joe Biden, Joseph Rabinow, Rabinow. Anyway, Joseph R. Biden is the name of the current president. It's not Hunter Biden. You're Hunter Biden this on the floor, Hunter Biden that. The man's not president. So um, who are you looking to impeach? Like, honestly, let's talk about like the person, yeah, yeah. like what what's going on here? His son did something nasty. Let's impeach him. Okay. But right, but here's <laughs> the thing. So so he got subpoenaed, yeah. and the son said, "Okay, I'll come and talk to Congress. I will I will comply with your subpoena, but I want a public hearing. I want to do my 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 hearing in public." And they said no. Why? Why yeah. they wanted it in private? Yeah. So today they, they have, have. They're just gonna throw BS at him to see what sticks, right? And and so he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it." But it's got to be a public hearing. And they were like, "No, we don't want that." Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. You cried left and right that you wanted him to come to Congress and testify. He's saying, "I'll do it," but you don't want to do it in public. Why? Why? Right? And then so today, when they were taking that vote, he showed up 
this is uh, Joe Biden's son, showed up at the, at the Capitol steps and had a press conference and said, I'm here for my subpoena and I want a public hearing. And they're like, no, we're not going to give you one. So it's funny. So <clears throat> this weekend, um, I, one of our new board members, Chris Liddy um, and Eric came to the theater for, oh, for the show. Oh, oh wait, I congratulations, Chris. Oh, yeah, I know. We love him. Well, well, this is for the Pride Center, right? No. No, for, for Schubert. Schubert. Yeah. Oh, 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 Chris, congratulations. Um, but I was talking to him, and I don't know how it came up, but I was just like, you know, honestly, I think I'm just going to drop everything, quit my job, and run for president because, like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening in our country? I mean, listen, if, if, if George <laughs> Santos can get elected, I think you can. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, and then, it, well, it's funny because then I Eric, mean that with a lot of love. Eric said to me, he's like, he, he was like, let's let's keep this night about like a good night. Like, let's not talk about what the fuck's going on in our government. I was like, okay, all right, fine. And then I was like, you know, honestly, I probably couldn't run for any office because of everything that I've shared on the show. Like, I've been so candid. I've shared my sexual history. I've shared a lot of stuff on the show. And he's like. Why? Why couldn't you run? And I was like, because that's a lot of shit on me. He's like, yeah, but you own it. Right. If you own it. So this is going back to the public hearing. If you own what you did or what you like, you know. That's what I did that one time in my life. Yeah. I I, I did that thing. I did those Steves. Like, it it is what it is. Like, and I own it. Like, and now I'm here and I want to serve the public. Like. Right. Right. Those are life lessons. He's like, if you own your shit, people are going to love that shit. They're going to eat it up because they can't use it against you. Right. Right. And so that's why they wouldn't give him a public hearing. Right. And I think that, so, so that being said, politics aside, that is, that is one of the most important things that, um, that you, you take your power when you talk about things that are important to you, regardless of how they land on someone else's ear. Right. Um, you know, it's your truth, right? If you believe in something and you have the heart and, and you feel like you need to talk about it, as we do often on the show, do it, right? Because in the end, it is your truth. And, you know, once you you put it out there, all of your craziness, all of our fantasies, everything we've ever talked about on the show since day one, uh, you own it. And, you know, fine, somebody can dig up, oh, an old podcast, and he said on this podcast, yeah, I, I said like, that yeah, shit. Yeah, I did. I said that shit, and I own it. What are you going to do about it? We start When we started this podcast, I was 25, 26. Stop it. No, I, that was years ago. How, wait, how no. long have we been doing this? So we've been doing this. Uh, so we started in 2016. <laughs> okay, so I was 38. So no, this, 28. This is seven years. We're going on our eighth year now in the month of March coming up in 2024. So yeah, I was 27 or 28. I did some crazy shit back then. Yeah, we all I was did. a skinny little fucking twink. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? It happens. But, you know, um, but in the end, you know, you, you own it. I'm not he's, mad about it. He's right. He's right. He's right. So if you want to run for political office, I will do my best. I'm saying it right I'm now. I'm really going to run. But. To delete all the episodes. Because <laughs> I'm going to support my bitch. Oh, that one's got to go. That, that one's, one's got to go. go. <laughs> no, honey, they all got to go. We got to start fresh. This no, is the PG show. Were good. No, there was a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. I mean, listen. When we talk here, we talk about from the, we talk about things that are very, um, you know, important to us that that we feel impact our community that we feel uh, is a means for good discussion. And yeah, we get a little catty, we get a little crazy, but in the end, the only reason why we do the show is because we want to talk about things that are important. 
to our community and what's going on in the U.S. and abroad. Through that. And um, and through those stories that we read and, you know, through our interactions with our listeners, you know, like people like Mama Kim and and other individuals who contribute to our to our show. Um, we do that because we have an opportunity to to use our voices for people who can't speak. Right. And we often talked about early on in, in our We're show not just years. can't speak, but like need to feel connected and. Right to community, yeah. But 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 think about, for example, some of the emails that you used to get. We used to get, you know, emails. We've gotten emails in the past from people that are from, example, like countries like Qatar, countries in, in the Middle East, and where you can get stoned to death for being gay. And they would email the show and say, you know what? Um, doesn't matter how they get access to our show, but the fact that they reach out and say thank you is huge. It means a lot because. It lets us know that, you know, we're over here kikiing and having a good time and having drinks and, you know, shots and whatever. But in the end, you know, whether how no matter how big or small or how insignificant or how significant it can be, we, we are touching someone in some way, shape or form. And that's why I aim to do this every Wednesday or every Monday, whichever day we decide we're going to do it, because... <laughs> You know, it's it is what it is. Yeah, we're fluid. I mean, Monday, right. Wednesday. Yeah, it's either Monday Any or Wednesday. Day. Jay's definitely no fluid. Day. Yeah, no, Jay's <laughs> definitely fluid. But yeah, you know, it's <laughs> so yeah. So you know, he's right. Chris is right. No, I know. And I was like, and it was funny because for some reason he they had mentioned. I think at some point, Chris, uh, Chris and maybe Eric will join us on the show. And I said, you know, I. I I don't necessarily know if we're the show for you right? at this point in your career. He's like, I own, like, he, he's like, I own who I am. And then we talked about their coming out story or not um, their, when they first met. And he's like, you know, and we weren't even out back then and like all this stuff. And I was just like, oh my God, how empowering would that story be to share? Like the first african-american gay man to take state office in the country is here in connecticut he's our friend and he's willing to share his story on our show and he's a gay man and he's he's beautiful Mm -hmm. and he's married and husband is equally beautiful like this is why i shouldn't be like a candidate for anything because i would be their throttle (laughs) (laughs) own it baby as 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 chris own it own it no but absolutely we should totally like have him come sit with us i mean i would have to mickey ficky a second mic but you know we'll make it work Mm, yeah yeah i'll shove a a connector somewhere yeah well there's one but there's two of them Mm. but you know i just think it's so i think it's so powerful like to just to like hear hear somebody who is at that level saying like own who you are and you know if people come from you at least you know who you are and like you you know if you own yourself then they can't yeah own your shit i mean you know and it's true though because if you own your shit i mean and and your truth and you're being honest with yourself at the end of the day i mean when you look at it we're human yeah a lot of the stuff that occurs that people you know are are confronted with is because they're somewhat ashamed or not you know 100 percent happy of what occurred right so people try to sweep it under the rug and let bygones be bygones and hide it Mm -hmm. but when people own their shit and 
Yeah, I sucked four dicks behind that that trash can one day. I was drunk. So? It happened. Your mama was with me, but you know what I mean? I got a ring out of it. Yeah, I got a ring out of it. But Will I I do it again? Absolutely. Not today, but maybe this weekend again. I don't know. Maybe at an airport stall somewhere. You know, on my way to Utah, I can just tap some shoes under the... (laughs) Under the stalls. But again, you know, it's it's a matter of owning that shit because Mm -hmm. the minute you own it, People can't come right. back at you and throw it at your mm-hmm. face again. You know, I, yeah, and we, you know what? It is what it is. I grew beyond that at that point. And now I do five. Yeah, now well, I'm proud. Honey, we know. But the thing is, like, I think also, too, there's something about, you know, one of our, one of my other coworkers um, said to me, and, you know, I'm not going to say he's an older guy, but he's definitely older than us. And he, he said, you know, when I was a kid, and he's a part of the community, I never thought I would see something like I see today in Connecticut where our treasurer can thank his husband on TV and then his husband is on our board supporting the work that we do. And it just like, it it hit hard for me to hear it from him. And I think that like telling these stories, telling the stories of these people that, you know, they're normal. We're all normal people, and we 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 strive for things that we we want in life. And Eric and Chris have done such amazing things for the Connecticut community and beyond. And just to like see the fact that we're here and we can see them telling their stories, being honest w- with who they are, and like supporting their constituents and everything they want to do here in Connecticut. It just it's still it. It, it, it it's it blows my mind too. Like it, it, it really it, does. It is. Like it truly is my. We mind. have to continue to be honest, own it, and tell our stories. Absolutely. Always, always. I agree, one hundred percent. So, um, to Chris, congratulations on being you know um, added to the board of the Schubert Theater. That's amazing. I think it's going to be a great addition. He's such a smart guy, so, so charismatic. He and, was, uh, he's so funny and <laughs> funny, and that's what I love about him the most. Because uh, you know. I, I'm on a board too, as we all know. And, you know, some, some people are very engaged on boards and some people are engaged when they want to be or need to be. And he's like, I take notes. I'm like, you take notes? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like yeah, during the board to. meetings, I take notes. I'm like, yeah. I fucking love you. He probably you. takes notes at karaoke too. <laughs> like, he's a, he's a really like awesome karaoke, karaoke performer, by the way. I don't, I've never sure, seen him I'm do sure karaoke. Oh, sure. oh, honey, I've experienced that. Yeah, so that's awesome. Well, congratulations to you both. That's that's great. So, um, all right, I want to go back to a story that we covered two weeks ago. I was going to say last week, but we weren't here last week. Sorry, again. Um, <laughs> so two weeks ago, we were talking about um, Moms for Liberty. You remember that? <laughs> yes. And we were like all over the place because we couldn't figure out exactly what the, you know, like we, we had to like sort of kind of, find our way through that story on air. Mm-hmm. And then we figured out this woman's like the devil incarnate. Well, it's not just the woman. It's the, the whole organization. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you were talking about, you know, a woman that, you know, spearheads this organization. Her name is uh, Bridget Ziegler. Right. And um, so it turns out that Miss Ziegler and Mr. Ziegler have been having a thruple at some point in time. And the third leg recently came out and accused the husband of rape. 
and a lot of other things. So they these two individuals who are spearheading one of the most hateful uh, groups that are out there promoting um, censorship for LGBTQ youth in our schools, um, et cetera, and especially in the state of Florida, are now under investigation. And uh, our calls are coming out for her to resign in 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 spite in light of uh, of the the accusations that were being made by this third person the leg of the thruple um who made accusations against her husband but also um you know the fact that the, that during the investigations into the whole thing it came up that um the husband admitted that um this person um in fact um wasn't raped that it was consensual because they were in a thruple so he admitted in testimony that they indeed were. They both did. They both did that they yeah. were in a throuple. That it was consensual. It wasn't rape. Um. So so then it goes to show you. Okay. So here's this person talking about conservatism and being conservative, and you know we need to ban these books, and they're showing up at PTA meetings and causing all this ruckus in all of these different school districts. We want our, want our kids to figure out that we've been in that lifestyle based on the actions we've had around them. Right. These and, books are gonna let them know. Right. And um and and before you know it, it's like oh my god, it's like you know there's the pot calling the kettle black it's like you don't do that so i just thought it was interesting that you know we 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 were all heated about the fact that you know this is happening and we're seeing all of these movements in in schools across the entire nation in different states and especially red states that are pushing hard against lgbtq rights and the rights of members of the um, trans community and the the banning of books in states like Florida with people like this. And then, you know, before, you know, we find out that, you know, they're fucking, they fucking have fucking swing sets and, and freaking harnesses hanging from their ceilings in their bedrooms. I mean, mean, what's again, it, it it only matters when they get caught. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, what are they asking her to step down from? Like the organization? No, she's, Part Jeez. of the school board. Oh my god! So the school board <laughs> votes to have um to have her resign through the queer scandal. That's the whole premise of the headline on the post. Mm. So I guess she's part of the school board, and they're like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> I'm I'm just flabbergasted right now. And you know, and the thing is that that the Santimonium is is a fan of these two individuals and holds them in high regards and i'm just wondering like dude you're running for president you're like fucking last on the fucking list right now when it comes to uh placement like what are you gonna do now you're gonna still stand behind these two people that are being accused of you know the husband's being accused of raping a woman and he's the republican party chair yeah a Florida, a Florida. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you see? I was just like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. Like, it's like getting cake. Oh, okay, let me, let me explain it this way. It's like getting cheesecake delivered to your table. And then halfway through the cheesecake, they come with the sauce and throw a cherry on top of it. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> it's glorious. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, but shit like this pisses me off too. You know, it's like because how dare you stand there with your, you know, on your high horse with your morals, Ew. your supposed morals. Ew, gay you know, men are you know. nasty. While she's got a mouthful of muff. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh my god, that's the line of the night. That's the line of the night. A mouth full of muff. Muff? Yes. Uh, But anyway, I just thought it was worth mentioning uh, because I just think it's just incredible that, you know, this is the hypocrisy is beyond. I do Uh. think that this quote is important to say, though. Um, Now. Let's be clear. Participation in same-sex activities is not shameful. However, Bridget Zegler has done this while simultaneously denigrating our community and working overtime to instill policies that direct directly marginalize us. This hypocrisy is unacceptable. That's right. That's right. Um, (laughs) So I I just thought, you know, I was like, I cannot with these people. It's like, it just, you know, get me that fucking cherry in the fucking sauce. Hurry up. Cause I'm, I'm almost done with my cheesecake. Lord have mercy. All right. um, And in other news, uh, the, the Supreme court, out of all places, the U.S. Supreme Court upholds state bans on conversion therapy, rejecting a Washington state challenge. So in a decisive move affirming the rights and protections of LGBTQ plus uh, youth, the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday, last Monday, declined to hear a First Amendment challenge to a Washington state law banning conversion therapy. The ruling upholds measures in Washington and over 20 other states against the practice aimed at changing minors' sexual orientation or gender identity. That is huge. We have talked about conversion therapy and how we see state after state enacting bans against the practice. Uh, because it is very harmful to members and youth in our community. And to see a conservative court, because we're not kidding ourselves, it is a conservative court, uphold the decision that 20 other states have already affirmed is huge. And it can't be understated how important a decision like this is, especially for our youth um, and in our continued fight in some of these red states where they're still attacking um, our transgender youth students, um, and even banning books. So, you know, it just, it's crazy that you get the, the littlest wins from the most unlikely places. And that shocked me coming from this Supreme court. Yeah, no, I mean, I will say like, while this is a win, the Supreme court has been doing a lot of shit. (laughs) That's not great. Of course. Um, and all that to be said, um, I'm the reason I'm scrolling here is there was an article I read earlier. Oh, here it is. Um, there are still more than 1,300 conversion uh, therapy practitioners still active um, throughout our country. That is reported. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. That's a lot. So um, when we talk about conversion therapy, we talk about a rise in suicide rates. We talk mm-hmm. about homelessness. We talk about the fact that, you know, these individuals, uh, you know, uh, are forced into situations where they have. N- it's like. OK, so I'm going to flip the story here. So this weekend I had my 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 high school uh, guidance counselor. Uh, showed up at the theater. Oh, nice. Um, and, was that a nice thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I just and, wanted to um, make sure. And uh, she, she came in. Oh, uh, it's she. Okay. Yep. And she had made a donation, and that's the only reason 
I knew that she was coming because it like showed up in a report. I was like, oh, I'm going to find her when she gets here. So I found her in a seat and I invited her. I'm like, come, come and see me during intermission. And she, the first thing she said to me when she walked up to me, with tears in her eyes, is I still remember that first conversation I had with your parents. And oh, that wow. first conversation she had with my parents was telling them, your son is good. Your son is great. This is not changing. You need to find a way to support him. I can give you tools, but you have to do the work. There are places where you can't rely on a guidance counselor to do that for kids. Right. What they'll say is, I can give you a therapist. Yeah. And then you send that kid to a therapist. And then that therapist makes the kid feel less than, makes the kid feel terrible about who they are, makes them hide who they are, and increases their chances of suicide, their chances of hating themselves, and their chances of self-harm or hiding themselves for so long, creating a family and coming out so late in life that it pulls a family apart. Like There are so many ripple effects from not actually caring for the LGBTQ plus youth. And I still to this day equate so much of who I am and, 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 and the safety of who I became to this woman who literally gave my parents the fucking hard truth. Like... Let's have people take the time to give our parents the hard truth and not allow people to be sent to places that don't fucking work. And don't belong there. Right. I agree. Sorry, I'll take my soapbox away now. Oh, I, I was kind of enjoying of- that. I was like, I thought she was going to cry. I was like, I'm like, I'm a little teary right now. Let me pan the camera right on her. I was just like, is she going to do it? Is she going to see the ugly crying. No, seeing her was, it was awesome. Yeah. That's good. She's, a wonderful woman and you know to this day i say in she could have saved my life she probably did save my life she probably did you know and that's a beautiful thing you know and and like like her there's a lot of people in this world that are fighting the good fight and doing the good work to ensure that members of our community are feeling supported that are feeling seen and that are protected from the bigotry and the craziness that um that has taken over this country like wildfire over the course mm-hmm. of the last, you know, five, five or between five and six years. Um, you know, it, it, it was only, but we're in 2023, eight years ago, we, we celebrated marriage equality and here we are, you know, you can marry the person that you love today in the U S currently, but if you're a child, but if you're a child, you have to be 18 to get any type of support. You, and you you can't learn about, you know, your dad's in school. You can't learn about your mom's in school. But they're legally able to get married. Right? It's It's kind of crazy. Also, like, the whole rhetoric of, like, we're doing this for the kids. While, while you weaponize the kids, there's a whole group that you're marginalizing and making feel less than. Right. And hurting. Right. Quite frankly, like you can't weaponize a group of people for a cause that you think is what your constituents want or what you think is religiously correct and say that you're helping individuals when in fact you're causing more damage than if you just found ways to provide resources to people that need it. Right, right. I agree. 
That's, it's in, it's intense and crazy, you know. But I will say this, um, you know the the good news um, with the ruling from the Supreme Court for the challenge in the state of Washington to get rid of the ban on conversion therapy is huge. You also have a win in the state of Wisconsin, for example. Um, Governor Tony Evers has promised to veto a bill uh, that, if passed, uh, would um, ban gender-affirming care. So he is vetoing a bill, in a sense, to ensure that gender-affirming care continues in the state of Wisconsin. So, you know, you have your supporters where, where they need to be. There are people that are strategically placed in places and, and are there to, to fight the good fight. And um, so to Tony Evers and people like him and people like, you know, this guidance counselor that was very pivotal in, in, in changing uh, the direction of your life, it's, it's, it's people like this that, you know, that go unseen. Right. These are people that work behind the scenes. But I think it's also like it's deeper than that. Right. It wasn't just the direction of my life. Direction of your parents. Yeah. Direction direction of my family. Right. Right. Because it was it was it was not just my parents that had to relearn and re-understand things. But it was then my entire family. Right. That they then had to, um, you know impart their knowledge from what they learned right Right. and and i'm not saying that like that initial conversation solved the problem it was a fucking road we walked it will be a road but like at least provide and allow for the resources to give people the runway to learn and take care of one another right and you know and the important thing is the way she framed it it too yeah exactly the way she framed it and the way she you know, this is this is where he's at. This is where he's identifying, right? Um, and this is what you guys need to do to support that. Um, and it's not going to change. And not even yeah. like, like here, here's the tools I can give you to help support your child. Yeah, you yeah, do the work. Yeah, and uh, and it's and it's awesome. And uh, you know that that, that could have gone a whole other way as well. Oh yeah. And, you know, oh absolutely. You have, you have the other people where are like, well, you know, in the eyes of God, mm-hmm. and then that shit just goes left. You know, and then you feel. I have no support at home. I have no support at school. Yeah. Right. I go? And you think um, about all those kids that are in, in states that are adopting, um, adopting things like don't say gay, yeah. where they don't feel like they can go to that guidance counselor. That guidance counselor changed my life. That guidance counselor like saved my life. If we don't, if we continue this rhetoric where we're we're allowing these states to turn these bills over, and and approve these bills where these kids can't find a safe space, it's just like, for lack of better term, it's fucking not good. Like right. you can't weaponize fucking kids saying we're protecting you, but not protect them. Yeah, right. Agreed. And, and, and I have to say, I mean, in so. Working in social services for the years I did, there is there is uh, a support, in a sense, within the community, right? So, oh, yeah. Uh, mental health services, and and we would have you know biweekly or monthly meetings, mm-hmm. um, in references to the in reference to the services that we provided, mm-hmm. and a lot of times a uh, new law would go into effect, or there was a change in healthcare process, and it would. You know this this te- this client was taking fifteen pills for X Y and Z uh, uh, infections or whatever, right? The law changed, and now medical 
programs are denying it because of X, Y, and Z. How do we work around that? One person alone isn't going to do that. And then when you have these networks, you'll have someone that'll be like, hey, I had a client that did X, Y, and Z or told their doctors this and that was approved. Mm -hmm. So you kind of find ways to work around those blocks. Uh, I'm saying that to say that in Florida, I know that it's very difficult right now, especially within the school system. But, you know. Eventually they'll find a way. Eventually they find a way or they'll find a way to work around what is is in the existing system. Mm -hmm. So I can't tell you, you know, if you come to me, hey, I'm gay and I don't, and you're telling me I can't provide this person with documentation or information as to how to find health, I could probably say, you should go to a meeting, you know, you should go to a meeting. It's a youth group meeting at X, Y, and Z place this afternoon. I'm not giving you documentation. You're not reading a book, but I will tell you about it. Yeah. You can let me read you this book. Yeah. You know, I have, by the way, yeah. One of my, one of my things at work is like, um, when somebody comes up to me and they're like, you know, looking for something like, well, who do you need to know? Who do you need to meet? Yeah. If I don't know them, I know somebody who does. And I think like, that's exactly what you're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you this. Yeah, I can't introduce you, but, but I, I know somebody. I know who does. somebody yes. who can. Yeah. So I think that, that in a sense, you know, within our, um, social services, uh, uh, domain, right. Is, is, how you find your workarounds. Right. Yeah. But, so these, you know, don't forget, policies. don't forget that you're also talking about one of the most resilient communities on the oh, planet, absolutely. right? We are a master at finding ways of doing things absolutely. as a community. It's because we want to continue to have sex. Right. And we also want to continue <laughs> to exist and be. So True. we find ways. We're very masterful. So, um, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that we will come out on top yeah, in regardless to all of this craziness, or on that's bottom, happening. it's up to you. Or on bottom, wherever you fall, or in the middle, you know. Um, but we're we're a very resilient community, so we 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 are masters of pivoting and finding a way. Um, and and I hope that that is a skill. Ew, was this a good episode? Yes, it was. <laughs> I hope it's a skill that you know our youth is absorbing and learning from from your elders. We've been through some shit, and I know that you're going through some shit too. But um, we've got skills, you know. Just hit us up. Let us know what yeah. you need, baby. We got you. Yeah, we I, got you. And I think now it's a little bit easier to find the help than it was for of us course. when we were younger. I mean, it was there when of we course. were younger, but now it's more readily available, mm. even online. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I can't give you information, um, but there's a website you might want to check out. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, it got, it has a lot of good information. Go to bespokesurgical.com. You need something stretched out? Yeah. Sure. Talk to Dr. G. <laughs> Dr. G. Oh, my God. All right, well, listen, before we bring it home, I want one more thing, if you'll indulge me, that I would love to mention, and it is a big up to the amazing and yeah. talented Queen Latifah. I love that woman so much. She has now become the first... Um, female rapper to be honored and inducted into the Kennedy Center Honors. Um, The 46th Annual Kennedy Center Honors, a notable event in the arts calendar, pushed forward queer representation when it recognized Queen Latifah on Sunday, awarding her a historic honor as the first female rapper ever to receive the accolade. Um, 
I have always been a fan of her. Like, I was rapping to her shit in middle school, like, you went I T Y. That's why I was singing earlier, by the way, because it's just like, <laughs> instincts meet you meet to another flow. Every mm-hmm. time I hear a girl call it, well, no, every time I hear a brother call a girl a bitch or a hoe, trying to make a sister feel low. No, oh my God, I loved her. Um, but but not only that, you know, it was great to see her her start, you know, be one of the, the, the first few female rappers to like really make it big in the business and to like come out and take no nonsense from all of these hardcore rappers that were out there at the time. And then also see her transition to movies. And oh my see- God. That's like, when I fell in love with her. Like, what is your favorite? Like, mine is um, Last Holiday. Last Holiday. Oh, I love Last Holiday. Oh, that's one of my um, favorite movies from her. But I also love. Um, she was amazing in Chicago. She was great. Um, I loved her in Chicago. She uh, set it off as one of my favorite movies yeah. from her. There was another one that I was obsessed with, and I'm blanking on it. It's been so long. Um. The one with the taxi cab driver. Oh my god, that was good too. Yeah, yeah. there's so many. It's like, oh my god, but set it off but was like, great. Just like the Cleo ener- set. The energy she brings yeah. and the attitude. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Let's go. Mm-hmm. No, I I love her. I love her. She's just great. Uh, it's a well deserved accolade. She has been in the business for oh my god, probably over forty like forty years. She's not even 40 yet. It feels like she's been in the business well, she's for a long time. 40. Huh? She's definitely she's 40. Older. I was making a joke. Oh, I'm like, she's okay. getting a bit. She I don't even like, look my... 40. Um, no, but I mean, I remember her like, you know, in, in the early 90s. I mean, she came yeah. out right around when Salt and Pepper came out with their very necessary album. You know, you, you, talk, you think about rappers like MC Light and... You know, it's just, it was a whole different ball game back then. She, mm-hmm. She's been in quite a bit. Yeah, she bit, has. She's yeah. had a very illustrious career. I'm Barbara, very happy yeah. for her, and I'm really, Barbara really, Shaw. really excited for her. Last Holiday was a good one. Mm-hmm. The, Muppet, the Muppets. The Muppets? She was she in The Muppets? Yeah. Did you find the movie yet? Because no, I know you're no. looking Stranger for it. Stranger Than Fiction? No, actually, I'm not. No. Which movie not. was it that you were talking about? I can't remember. Me. She was in Hairspray. Oh, that was good too. Steel Magnolias. Oh well, also. she wasn't in Steel Magnolias. Yeah. Oh, in the remake, the not remake, the original. Yeah. No, I was no. like, wait a minute, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I remember that remake of Steel Magnolias. And the okay. remake of Wizard of Oz, Wiz. The Wiz. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Hustle. Yeah, the hus- hustle. I remember that one. Girls Trip. Oh, oh, girls trip! Oh, that was god. oh my god! When she was swinging in the air and she she couldn't hold her pee and she just started yeah. peeing all over the crowd. Watch girls trip; it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. Um, that being said, I did promise you that was the last thing I was going to mention today. Uh, we do have to wrap up for the evening, so I'm going to toss it over to my bitches because we've got a couple of things we need to do before we close it out. I got to so, pee. You got to pee. So Trish, go for it. It's all you. Oh, look at that. <gasps> All right, everybody. Here's oh, the point. Number one, first, look at Dan Levy and Luke Evans in vulnerable gay drama, Good Grief. Um, it looks pretty intense, FYI, but I am so looking forward to it. Do you have it on your list? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. um, yeah. Number two, Troy Zivon, GQ Australia's Man of the Year, feels more in touch with his femininity this year. Number three, TV anchors casually coming out live on TV has the internet celebrating. Yeah, it's a motherfucking right. queen. Jaybird, over to you. All 
right. On this day in gay history, brought to you by Gay Talk 2.0, your LGBT podcast. Belgian Senate approves same-sex marriage, December 13th, the year 
We try to at least every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard <laughs> Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we do that for you on our YouTube channel for all of our Patreon subscribers. We thank you for joining us on tonight's episode, ladies and gents. Have a great motherfucking night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dish.